This is Be Your Own Hero, a Flow Athletic Podcast. We are blessed to have our good friend, global blogger, as TV told me the other day, uh, star of Instagram. Best here fashion, in Australia. Fashion icon. Best legs in Australia. Great legs. El Ferguson here with us today. Thank you, El. Hi, everybody. I feel very blessed to be here. So thanks for having me on. El, you look amazing and you smell good today, which Thank is you. handy <laughs> as well. You're doing so many incredible things right now, but let's. What well, I actually find you very inspiring because I know you look very pretty on Instagram. People think that's all she is, but she's way more. Uh, you've been busting your ass for many years. So let's wind back the clock and see where your great work ethic come from. Um, okay, so I've been busting my balls for a while, but <laughs> you've been busting mine for a good few months now. <laughs> so um, I guess for me, my work ethics probably stem from my family. Um, you know, my mom was a single mom and that strength to raise two amazing children is incredible and that's what keeps me going. Um, for me, it start, I think it started for me, I went to a performing arts high school and I had to travel a good six hours a day to get to that performing arts high school. Wow. And I did that for 12 years and it was a bus, a train, a train, a bus, a walk. And so I was getting up at 5am every morning and if you missed that train, your whole day was done. And then in the afternoon, if you missed that train, you didn't get home till nine. So I think that instilled in me a really good work ethic because you had to be on time. You got what you put in and I think I still use that today. I don't work for City Rail, but (laughs) if I ever need to, I can tell you the timetable to the Central Coast. Was this the day of Instagram and podcasts? Because what did you do on that? It was a Walkman and a (laughs) Discman. Yes, (laughs) or sleep. So, when you were going to, to to this school, what did you what did you think your future would look like? What was the plan? Um, It was funny. I joined. I was so I was the youngest to be selected to attend Newtown High of the Performing Arts from the Central Coast. So everybody else got taken in year 11 and 12 and I went in year 7. So I was 12 years old and my mum travelled with me for the first year. When I joined, I did dance and drama and I thought... I thought I'd be, I loved fashion. My mum was in fashion. She was a teacher but loved fashion. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. I knew I'd do something. At one point I wanted to be an FBI agent and then I was like, I don't know why I'm at performing arts high school. I want to be an FBI agent. But then I, I knew I'd perform. I knew I'd, there'd be something where I would be speaking or doing something because I liked being on the stage. Dance, I dropped in year 10 because I was far too tall and far too gangles and just was a lot of leg and my core was not that strong back then. So drama, but then I got to year 12 and I actually loved PHPD. So I actually topped my year in physical ed, which is so weird when I think about it because (laughs) I'm like the anti-physical ed girl. But I actually loved the theory part of it. I loved how the body worked. I loved learning and I did biology, which was so random. And yeah, and then I finished and I said, I need to do something. And I enrolled in a like visual merchandising course for 12 months. I did that just to kind of, I knew I had to keep studying. A lot of my friends traveled overseas and I knew, I think because my mum had just done her master's at uni and then started teaching, I knew I wanted to study. So I did 12 months of that to try to inverted commas, find myself. And from there, I realized I loved interiors. And then I did a degree in interior design and architecture for another five years. So 
So, so yeah. creativity is always kind of it was run there. Through your it was somewhere. Yeah, I was that person. I never fit in a box. I was like carrying a cosmetics case as my toolbox. I was like acrylic nails and like you know I was not. Yeah, you're typical. I was always a bit strange. Yeah, you're always yeah. going that way. And then how yes. did you get into what you're doing now? Um, I modelled. So I was modelling and I was doing that to just, you know, I thought it was somebody picked me up on the side of the street and said, you know, you're six foot tall and blonde and blue eyed. You should be modelling. So I made some really good money out of modelling. But then my mum kind of said to me, you know, your looks are going to go. You need an education. So then I was at uni, dropped modelling. Then my last, when I did my exhibition for my end of college, I um, got headhunted by One Teaspoon. So I don't know if you guys know One Teaspoon. They make denim shorts. That's where mm. my love of denim mm. shorts started. <laughs> and I got poached and then I started doing visual merchandising for them. And then I it was in the fashion world. I did a year with them and then I got poached for General Pants to be their national visual merchandiser and store designer for women's wear. And then... It just was fashion and it, like then that all happened. And then whilst I was sitting at a desk and I had covered every wall at General Pants in pictures of like street style and handbags, I, like I'd covered every wall that somebody said to me, you know what, you should start a blog. That's where you should put all your images. Yeah. And then that was now 10 years ago. <laughs> so yeah, They All Hate Us has been a bit of a cultural phenomenon. Phenomenon. <laughs> phenomenon. <Yeah. laughs> so tell us a bit more about like – I, you tell me what you think about well, it. I always like to hear what other people, you too can tell me what you think it is. So I didn't really know much about fashion, believe it or not. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Outside of bringing shoes and training shorts. You're pretty good. Um, you don't give yourself enough credit, Benny. Or maybe you're not giving Talitha enough credit. <laughs> true, true. But when I got to to know you and you know, I really respect and admire how hard you've worked to get to where you're here and you, you are still you're such a humble person for all you have achieved. Thank you. Um, but I think your business is great. So from you <laughs> This is good. I love it. <laughs> I had to go to dinner last night with somebody and they were like, what do you do? I was right. like, a long story or short story? So so each month you curate a look. <laughs> You've literally read the blurb <laughs> on the blog. Literally read it. And and people can then, they like that look and then they want to buy those pieces from the curated look and yeah. they can do that through your site. Yes. That's look, it's very smart. That's amazing. So They All Hate Us started as a pretty much a montage of pictures that we loved. I shared They All Hate Us with my best friend and business partner and what happened was we were both working at General Pants and the whole online world blew up. Like Netta Porter, their selling tool, Netta Porter, was to say we have 3,000 black dresses for you. And I don't know if you're like me, I don't have the time to go through 3,000 black dresses. I want, if I like you, I want you to tell me this is the black dress you need in your life. And at that point, we were kind of getting inundated with emails about people saying like, what white, what white singlet are you wearing? And I'd be like, oh, go to basic. It's like a men's white t-shirt. It's really not that hard. But it actually is that hard. So we said to ourselves, do you know what? What do you, what do you buy every month? And we were like, we probably buy 10 things, you know? Like if you do, you probably wander and buy 10 things, high and low, not too expensive, fast fashion. And we said, well, let's put together 10 things that every woman needs in their wardrobe every month. And that's how it was born. And it's so simple and it's so easy, but it's we were lucky enough to build an audience that trusted the brand. They all hate us. So if we said to you, this is the white singlet you need to buy, 
you believed that this is the white singlet you need to buy and you can have it in three days. And if you don't like it, you can return it with it's free shipping. It's cool. And was it's anyone amazing. else doing it? No. So nobody, it was, the, it was, what got me was it was the world of the 3,000 black dresses. Like it was a little bit, everybody was saying how much they had and we were saying we have one. You know what I mean? So, yeah. And I guess the thing with international and all of us being on such a glo- like there's no time difference. There's no seasons anymore. Everybody's on the same schedule. And I think that's what's happened with like Instagram and social media. You know, there's no, we're winter here and summer overseas, but we all want to buy an over the knee boot. So there's no, it's not like seasons aren't what they were in fashion many years ago, which is kind of scary because you want to be able to shop the runway. And, you know, Tommy Hilfiger just did that in London. You literally can shop what's coming down the runway. There's no time, which kind of gives me anxiety because you do not stop because you want, 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 want. But it's kind of amazing because we're seeing trends overseas and then we can kind of find a supplier here locally and say, like, make us a lace jacket and then you can buy it in a month. Congratulations. It's, it's actually really incredible what you've done and so actually kind of in- innovative. Um, but just to your point of, you know, it makes you anxious because you can never stop. Like, do you ever stop? No. I know you travel a lot for work, but... Yeah. If you came to my house, what's really funny is is that I moved into my place and redesigned my kitchen to be able to store all of my stock. <laughs> so, like, my kitchen bench was built to hold Australia Post boxes. Like, legit. People walk in and like, what is... Like, it's very neat and it's very, like, functional, but that's how it rolls. Love like, it. You yeah. obviously love what you do. I love what I do, you know. Um, I think, like, when Ben and I trained together, like, the other day, you kind of, like, put your hand on my shoulder and you were like, is everything okay and I was like is everything okay I was like I need to be in the fetal position in the corner like (laughs) rocking back and forwards but I am trying to learn how to take time for myself you know because I mean you're not going to get a better version of me if I'm worn out and burn out you're not going to get the best version of me so I'm trying to find my balance um and I guess that's what's amazing about, you know, looking after yourself and training is that you get I get that hour to myself, which is really amazing, you know. And if you ever need to taper it off, I'm sure Benny will, instead of flogging you, he will and take you through a guided sort of, meditation. <laughs> there's some sort of secret success that when you leave here and you can't walk down the stairs, you're like, yes, yes. And then so you relayed that into a TV show yes. as well. How was yes. that yes. experience? Well, I'd done TV before and was really excited to do TV. Um, you know, if there's one thing I kind of say to the world out there is make sure you read your contract with a fine tooth comb because a lot of things get said to you and then when it comes into real life, a lot of things don't happen. It was amazing. I met amazing people. It was an amazing journey. It was a great part of my story. It wasn't for me. Um, I just... It was not the show that I thought I was going to be making and I, I'm proud of what we did but if I was to go back and do it again, it would be different. Yeah. And would you want to do something like that again? Yeah, look, I'm open to it. I mean, I'm working on some amazing projects at the moment and I'm so excited about them. If somebody wanted to follow me around with a camera, you go ahead. But, <laughs> but yeah, it just was... I don't know. I it, I think every with the show, I think everybody has a story and how you portray that story and where you find the goods and the bads. Um, it I thought it could have come a lot, come across a little bit different. Yeah. Now, uh, Instagram so hot right now, but you are ahead of the curve really? with your <laughs> insty. Um, and obviously, you got because it's glued to my hand twenty four seven. 
But but you were into it before it was cool. And no, do you know the funny thing? I was a BlackBerry girl. I refused to go on the iPhone. It was my sister that was like, get with the times, Elle Ferguson. Get rid of your little BlackBerry with your BlackBerry chat. Get rid of your little <laughs> pearl button and get onto the iPhone world so you can get Instagram. And matter of fact, my first Instagram name was Black Nightingale. Because it was after <laughs> Shav- and a Givenchy handbag because I thought on Instagram you had like names. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, that's how I started. That's almost a business in itself, your Instagram now, isn't it? Yeah, well, I guess people now, you know, before I'd met you and you'd met me, we'd already made the – you kind of feel like you know the person because their whole life is on Instagram. That was one of my 10 followers, everyone, so that's pretty exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it is a business. Um, I think it's an amazing tool – to build your brand, you know, and it's amazing because it is global. So I'm working with brands overseas that have not personally met me, but look at that Instagram and feel that they know who I am, what my brand is, because that's what I'm putting out to the universe. It, it's a, an amazing communication tool and, and yeah, it's, it's a business in itself. It's huge. Do you see anything, like do you forecast something to be the next kind of Instagram? I like Instagram because I feel like I know it and it's like a safe haven. I also find it to be quite a positive space, which I think is really nice. You know, we all attract um, criticism and opinions when we put ourselves out there, but I find probably 80% of the time Instagram's a good, happy, safe place. Um, yeah, I my only thing with Instagram, last night I went to dinner with a group of people that all had kids and I just, I think about myself in high school and if I was growing up in a world that had Instagram, I wonder how it is affecting our, um, that generation. And, you know, I do a lot of speech, like talking at colleges and things like that, because I think it's really important to kind of say to these people, it's not real life, what you see on Instagram, you know, it's filters, it's hair and makeup, it's a photographer, it's not real, you know? So I think we need to kind of say, even though I'm like posting in real time and everything's probably got, everything on my page has got a filter on it because I love a filter because it makes me look like a professional photographer. But, you know, I think we've just got to make sure that that everybody realises that that's not the real world. I really respect that. I love that you're going into schools because I do worry about teenage girls in particular oh, in comparison. Yeah. I think it's awesome that you're going and you're like actually talking the truth yeah. and you're being truthful about your own yeah, um, stuff it's as well. Scary. So it's actually really scary. Like it's a, something that really kind of, you know, it scares you because the other thing is, is like doing the six weeks that I did with the lead up to, I, uh, you know, I just have shot a cover for a ma- an Australian magazine, how hard I worked and I know what I was doing and I did it the proper way and ate the right food and worked out and really did it a responsible way and I really want to be able to like communicate how I did it too and and realistically what the weight loss I lost and how I felt because I just think we look at so many pictures and you know things like that and you don't actually know if that's real so and so in your besties with Kim Kardashian do you want to uh that's why I'm now going by the name of Kel (laughs) so when I go to America I like to be referred to as Kel no look that's amazing it's amazing to be able to kind of you know have been into their inner sanctum of the Kardashian world and she was amazing and again you know everybody seems to have their opinion on Kim but to me I think you know for our generation she is going to stand as somebody as an icon whether it be the way we we look at 
our bodies because, you know, previous to her coming onto the scene, it was a stick figure Kate Moss body shape. And then she came on and said, you know, we can love our curves. So, you know, that she's an amazing businesswoman. Like regardless of how you look at it, she has built that whole family of built an empire. And I just think she will be somebody that we look at and kind of go, well, she changed how we work, you know. And I admire her for just... I just think she's a cool chick and she gets shit done and she's a woman in business and yeah, why not look good while you're doing it and have Kanye as your husband? <laughs> <laughs> I'd date that. <laughs> Can we talk about any of the upcoming projects? or Yeah, I've got some... Um, a lot of time in LA, which has been amazing for me this year. I think I've done like seven trips. Um, at the beginning of the year, I kind of really set some goals for myself as Elle Ferguson because I was realising that building that brand is super exciting, you know, and it's the first time in my life that I probably have had the time to focus and say, what do I want to build for Elle? What is Elle Ferguson? What is that brand? Um, and then also realise that within that space, I have a voice, you know what I mean? I'm a lot more mature than I was 10 years ago when I started They All Hate Us. I've worked really hard. I've worked with amazing people. So I want to build something that I can look back on and go, this is what I built. So yeah. I'm working super hard to do that. And hopefully by December 1st, we'll all be looking and holding something that, that I've created, which is super exciting. Um, yeah, I just need to like work out how to sleep part of, part <laughs> of my day. But yeah, look, it's amazing. There's a really, really, really exciting time at the moment and I'm wearing a lot of different hats, which is also um, cool. And I keep saying to myself when I have like moments of going, why can't I just hire somebody to do this for me? I'm like, why can, isn't there somebody out there that can just do this? And then I think to myself, you know what, if somebody said to me, you need to travel 12 hours a day, I, I would have said, no, I can't do that. That's impossible. But I did it, yeah. you know? So I feel like I'm going to look back on this and be like, you know what, you did this. You went yeah. through all those legal pieces of paper and worked yeah. out how to do that and you did it. And then it'll be another thing that I'll be able to say I did. So yeah. that's what I'm trying to do. Again, that's great for people to know that there's so much work that's gone into it. And again, you haven't been an overnight success. Oh, no. it's, um, it strikes me, and this is going to sound probably like a really left of field question. You strike me as someone who would have an alter ego. Really? An alter ego? No, I think that people just meet me and are like, you're really not what we expected you to be like. <laughs> that's probably, or, or I didn't realise you were going to be that tall. No, I think I'm probably... For me, I think people think that I am, I love being at home. I love going to the beach. I love my family. And to me, like, that's who I am. You know, I'm the girl that would I like, just likes to hang out with her sister and go up the coast. I love Byron Bay. I just, and I think a lot of people think like with the Kim K thing and that, we bonded over family. It wasn't like we wanted to drink tequila and party. Like it wasn't that, you know, I think, I think people don't realise how, normal I am you know what I mean I walk barefoot down Oxford Street at least once a week like <laughs> <laughs> but and I guess that's one of the impressions people will get that the opposite is that you're a bit of a homebody and you work your ass off yeah. instead of being yeah. a, a party girl that's had it all handed yeah, to you it's God the knows. exact opposite to no, that it's hard work you get in what you put out and I mean the laptop's joined to me when I sit on the lounge if I could work out how to put like a thigh cruncher in the middle of my thighs <laughs> whilst the laptop's on top of me whilst eating whilst watching the Kardashians that'd be amazing 
But yeah, look, you know. That, that's our next project. <laughs> yeah, it's working out <laughs> some sort of machine that you can do it at all. I think, um, I think also the thing right now is that anybody can do it. Like if you put in the hard work, you can do it. Like you, like it, there's so much self-made, you know, you can set up an online store at home. Like, you know, what's stopping you? And that's what I, I did business chicks the other week, two seminars with them, one in Sydney and one in Melbourne. And I, so many people were asking like, how do you start? What do you do? Like the day is now you don't need investors. You don't need a bricks and mortar store. You, like I just said, like literally my kitchen is like a storage unit. Like that's how I roll because I don't want to pay X amount of dollars to have a flashy office that I take a photo in. To me, I'd rather have that money in my bank. You know what I mean? And my kitchen just is a bit different. And you're in love. That's nice. Yeah. Yes, that's also very lovely. <laughs> it's a nice thing to be loved and love in return. Yes, no, I met I met a lovely fella. Um, yes, yes, I'm in love. <laughs> Joel Apple, if you're listening to this right now. <laughs> Anything further you'd like to ask? No, that's it. It's all good. <laughs> it was a statement, wasn't it? It was more of a statement. Um, L. <laughs> <laughs> From someone who kind of spends her whole life in Lycra. Yes. What's like your... We're glad the active wear is now accepted yeah. because I think about 10 years ago, I was like, you can't wear tights as pants and I've stopped saying yeah, that over the last two now, years. But sometimes you just want to get out of them. What's your yes. style advice? Like simple? Yes. You can't underestimate the power of a good pair of jeans and a white t-shirt. Mm. Like for real. Like, and I think some, I, the big thing with the television show was we'd go into the, these women's wardrobes and they actually didn't have any basics. They didn't have like core. They didn't have like a denim jacket, a black blazer, a white t-shirt, a pair of jeans. They so had they're your the, cores? Yeah. Like they have, I think people think, overthink it and think I need prints and I need like floral dresses and I need all of this. But the thing is you wear that floral dress once. Everybody's going to be like, oh, you're wearing that floral dress again. You wear jeans and a white tee. They're like, oh yeah, you look cool. You know, like, so to me, your advice is, is my advice to you is you need a core wardrobe, like, and you're hot. So a pair of de denim jeans Thank and a white t-shirt on you <laughs> would like look totally killer. And then how often do you spring clean? Like how often do you just get rid of? I do. I... I'm, I think I suffer from OCD. So I'm the kind of girl that like my wardrobe is like a shop and everything's categorized. So I know where everything is and everything's on matching coat hangers. There's a jacket section, a t-shirt section, a shirting I section. Love that. So I like to clean, I, I spring clean regularly and I like offload to places and I Friends. like to, yeah, yeah. And I do, do I, I donate a lot. Please? Yeah, you're tiny. My stuff would like swamp you. Seriously, I try to keep giving stuff to my sister and she's like, I don't have your broad shoulders. And I'm like, well, just like get it taken in, Lucy. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I go, I think you need to do it seasonally regardless. And I also think a big thing for me with losing um, a bit of weight and coming a bit, becoming quite confident a little bit more confident is to make sure that I'm buying the right size because I always like buy a double XL and then like to kind of clip it in or whatnot but the reality is is that I could now wear like a size eight and it feels good so I need to like shop for my body I'm a bit ruthless I go through and anything that I haven't worn in a year it's gone really no see I've made the mistake of that and then I'm like where is that tie-dyed <laughs> shirt from 10 <laughs> years ago <laughs> it's back and it's bigger than ever yeah is so it back it's so bad. I just bought so much dye-dye, baby. You're going to be seeing me rocking some dye-dye. Really? Look, it might just be back for me. And I'm happy to like just wear it in my own world. <laughs> but yeah, I kind of, 
you know, I like investment pieces I keep, like handbags that you've invested in they stay, good blazers they stay. The Zara purchases, they they move on. They get worn and move on. Tip me into buying that bag for my wife. So that was a good one. Thank yes, you. Yes, C-style yep. handbag advice whilst doing <laughs> yeah. the dead spot <laughs> on that rowing machine. I was like, buy the bag, get the bag. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've learned a lot about style in the past <clears throat> five or six minutes. You work in like the style hub of Sydney. Like you can't, like I said, he was like, I need a shirt. I was like, Soupy's downstairs. Like, go. Be free. I must admit, I did see you in those um, Tony Bianco shoes. I went and got them. Yeah, so, see? Yeah. See? Yes. <laughs> now, uh, whenever people find out that we're trading together, they yeah. say, oh, L, great hair, amazing legs. So how do you keep your hair amazing and your legs great? <laughs> It's a great question. <laughs> my legs are great because of flow athletic. No. Um, legs by flow. Legs by flow. No, look, I think the legs run in the family. My mum and my grandfather have amazing had legs. So and I, I've got their legs. You know, when you look at like photos, they're the same legs. I also, do you know what's funny? When I started working at General Pants, I never, and the whole office was boys. So I was like 20. And I didn't realize like legs were a thing. Like, cause you just like, as a girl, you don't, like I'd always thought boobs were a thing like and I remember like going to the office for the first day and they were like oh yeah your legs your legs and I was like what and then I was like well I'll be wearing shorts for the rest of the week <laughs> I was like I don't have the boobs but I've got the legs but I never realized it was like a thing so um the legs I just I don't I walk every, I walk a lot and we do a lot of work with my legs I think the thing and I do Pilates which I is really good I like the lengthening of that and I feel like what we do the strength training with the Pilates is a really good balance for me and my legs because I don't want to get like super, super chunky, like bulky. I just want to be like a ballerina. That would be my like my brief to somebody. And then the hair is just a shitload. You can beep that out at some point of dry shampoo and a curling wand. I love that. I don't know what to hear. He's like, he's like. <laughs> I'm sure the lady's listening. Just, <laughs> yeah. Okay. He's like, okay, but you don't realise what we have to deal with. There's a whole lot of stuff over this side of the fence that you guys just don't even have to deal with. You feel lucky. Thank you for that nourishing question, Benny. <laughs> That's what I do. Um, do you want to hit the uh, lightning round? The magic oh, minute. Let's go. Favorite flavor of ice cream? I'm that pauser. I'm like my star signs a cancer, and I'm very like mm, I don't want to offend anybody. I would have to say the new Magnum White, the cracking tubs. Do we have to say That's specific? <laughs> In brackets, sponsored content. Yeah. <laughs> it's a SP. It's a little SP <laughs> put at the very bottom of the message. <laughs> Do you have a mantra or favorite quote? Uh, yes. Uh, have courage and be kind. Mm, Cinderella. Yeah. Love that one. Yeah. No, Always. That was just Always. a high five. <laughs> In brackets. Always. Favorite book. He's just not that into you. Mm. Um, favorite exercise that Benny gives you? The favorite. All of them. All of them. No. Rower. Do you know what? I, I actually like the ones that I can do well and me and the rowing machine have become really close friends because I remember the first time I got on it and there was like the 500. I was like, shit. I was like, this isn't happening. And now I can do a thousand and I'm like, yay. So I do like that. What advice would you give to your 16-year-old self? Don't listen to these That's other it. girls. To the haters. Yeah. Yeah. Just go for it. You want to be a weirdo? Go for it. Just go for it. Don't listen to them. They, they're not around now. They're long gone. Well, 
congratulations on all your success Thank and we you. can't wait to hear what's going to be released in the near future. Thank and to you. hold your product, it sounds yeah. like. Yeah. Watch this space. Yeah. And how can we find you, Elle? Oh, you can find me walking down the street. No, <laughs> just come up and talk to me. Yeah. I'd love to have a chat. No, um, I am L underscore Ferguson on Instagram and they all hate us. It's just Google. They all hate us. We're the first one. And then they all hate us as well on Instagram. Yes. Right. Thank you for being our friend. Oh, well, thanks for having me. I feel really zen in here. I actually feel a little hot. I thought the questions were going to be a little bit more crazy, so I feel good. I feel like I haven't offended anybody. So thanks for having me, guys. Thanks. Bye. (laughs) Subscribe to Be Your Own Hero on iTunes and find out more from Ben and Kate at flowathletic.com.au.